All right, welcome to Teaching Others Also. Good morning. Today is Thursday, December the 9th, 2021. We're doing these on a daily basis on the morning of the day as if we had a live broadcast going. And this week we've been talking about of the Holy Ghost. How about go to 1 Corinthians chapter 6 this morning. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. <clears throat> Let me say, I was, <clears throat> we were talking yesterday about being having joy of the Holy Ghost. It's always a good thing, while you turn to 1 Corinthians 6, it's always a good thing to ask yourself, what is my joy? What is the thing? This is the time of year where joy is in the words of the songs and you know, everything's all, everybody's all pumped up about gifts and all that. And I'm not saying it's wrong to give a gift or whatever. I'm not saying that. You might give, <clears throat> giving a gift in the name of the Lord might be a very special thing. But I'll say this to you. Do you have joy of the Holy Ghost? Holy Ghost joy, in other words. Holy, jo Holy Ghost joy is not how you express it. Holy Ghost joy is not uh, necessarily your expression of it in the congregation. It's the nature of your joy. What gives you joy? But today, we're going to keep going on the, of the Holy Ghost, and we're going to read in 1 Corinthians 6 and verse 12. We're going to start in verse 12 and read down. All things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Meats for the belly, and the belly for meats. But God shall destroy both it and them. Now the body is not for fornication, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. Just a little parenthetical note, if you'll read for just, just for example, we're going to make some references to chapter 5 and 6 here, that one of the great problems in chapter 7 actually, but one of the great problems amongst the Gentiles is fornication that is just sexual matters intimacy you couldn't even call it intimacy for the most part just fornication and so one of the great victories in any society of believers like a local body of believers is when they get victory over this and he said God said I didn't make you for that so your body was not made to fulfill those desires just because you have the desire God set up an absolute system of relationship, of commitment, of honor for physical relations. Verse 14, And God hath both raised up the Lord and will also raise up us by his own power. Know you not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of an harlot? God forbid. They always try to joke and make light of the fact that one of the oldest occupations on the face of, face of the earth is the harlot. What? Know you not that he which is joined to an harlot is one body? For two saith he shall be one flesh. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Now watch. Flee fornication. That is avoided at, at whatever it takes you to do. Flee it. Stay away from it. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. What? Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, 
which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. For you are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Now for today, we're not going to take the time to read Oswald Chambers' devotion for December the 9th, but you should. <clears throat> I was reading it this morning, and it goes directly with what we're going to talk about today. Now, I want to talk about the temple of the Holy Ghost. I don't think it's an accident, and I'm not going to try to go into all the reasons why there might be that he said your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost instead of, say, the Holy Spirit, which he says in other places. But I would say that he's trying to point us to the person who is, in, who is present within us, but also the power. I've jotted down from these references, we're going to look at three words that have to do with the temple of the Holy Ghost. There's comfort and there's communion, and then there's the commission, okay? Now, he gives us comfort, it says, of the Holy Ghost. When we come to Acts chapter 9, we're going to go back to 1 Corinthians 5, so don't leave that completely, okay? There's a, there's a, there's a very important thing there that I'd like to try to tie in there uh, if I use my time wisely enough here. Acts chapter 9, Acts chapter 9. In Acts chapter 9, if you remember learning your Bible by addresses, and uh, Acts, the chapters are kind of like streets, and the verses are like houses on the street or addresses. In Acts chapter 9, the, one of the main things on this street that happens is the salvation, the arrest spiritually of the Apostle Paul, Saul of Tarsus. And he comes to Christ, he gets saved, Ananias, verse 17, comes and sees him. And in verse 20, and straightway he preached Christ in, a, in the synagogues that he is the Son of God. And so Saul's Old Testament foundation, he had been well trained in the scriptures of the Old Testament, is now lighted by the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, and he preaches immediately and people are, are shocked well verse 23 after that many days were fulfilled the jews took counsel to kill him so from the very beginning what happens is they 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 just are after the apostle paul because god had called him to be this and done this and they take him and they hide him and they they sort of you know sweep him away that the brethren do verse 30 which when the brethren knew, they brought him down to Caesarea and sent him forth to Tarsus, back to his home grounds for a little while. Verse 31 is what I want you to look at. Then had the churches rest throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria and were edified. Keep that word edified in your mind because we're going to go back over to 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 5 here. And also, you're going to want to mark down 1 Corinthians 10. And walking in the fear of the Lord, now watch, and in the comfort of the Holy Ghost were multiplied. Now, why do they need comfort? Because we noticed yesterday, looking at it, that these Thessalonians, they received the Holy Ghost in much affliction. So in 1 Corinthians 6, he's, he's telling them that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, you have of God, you're not your own. If there's ever a doctrine that is not loved... 
not embraced as a whole amongst the world. It would be that you aren't your own. And if there's ever a doctrine that's resistant amongst Christians today, it's that you are not your own. And if you'd read Chambers today, you realize you don't get to use your body for what you want and then say, well, God, it's for you. I did that for you. He says, no, did you do what I want you to do for me? And the modern way of approaching it is that people do things and they'll, they take worldly music and they create it and then they write Jesus on it and then they say, well, this is for the glory of God. And they create, you know, services and ministries and identities and they say, this is for the glory of God. And God says, no, I'm not getting any glory out of that. I don't have you. You're not using your body as a temple of the Holy Ghost. Comfort. Comfort Holy Ghost is when you, it comes the most when you have given God your body. Saul gave God his body and said, okay, however you want to use it. It got beaten. It got jailed. It got shipwrecked. It got sick. He had a thorn in the flesh. Now, 1 Corinthians 6 and 1 Corinthians 5. Notice this, 1 Corinthians chapter 5. I really want to get this in so I don't run out of time. 1 Corinthians 5 verse 9. Now, verse 1, it is reported commonly that there's fornication among you and such fornication as is not so much as named among the Gentiles that one should have his father's wife. So he's not having relations with his mother. Doesn't even look like what you and I would call stepmother is in heaven raised him, but it's his father's wife. Your mother may have died, whatever. Uh, and that, let me throw this in. This is just from a counseling point of view. It's a healthy thing for you to teach people that after they're grown and stuff and a spouse might die or parents go through divorce, that it's healthy to be able to refer to someone as their mother or their, or their dad's spouse. In other words, their mother's husband, their dad's wife. It doesn't have to be stepmother you don't have to try to replace that relationship if it's not during the part of the formative years of rearing that child it can literally be far more balanced and christian now in this case though this fellow's having relations and he said you're puffed up and have not rather mourned in other words they felt better about themselves that's not a work of the holy ghost so in verse 9, he said, I wrote unto you in an epistle not to company with fornicators. Now, this is called the first epistle of the Corinthians. So he wrote something else to them, okay, that wasn't put into the Bible. See how, see how many things you can pick up by reading your Bible and, and remembering it and thinking about it? And then he says, yet not altogether with the fornicators of this world or with the covetous or extortioners or with idolaters. For then must you need to go out of the world. So you're going you're gonna to go to work with people like that. You're going to have interaction with people, but they're of the world. But now I have written unto you not to keep company if any man that's called a brother. And you could also say a sister, okay? It's not gender specific. It's an example. If they be a fornicator, wait now, or covetous, or idolater, or railer, or drunkard, or an extortioner, with such an one know not to eat. So the picture is, come to 2 Corinthians with me for the space, sake of time. 2 Corinthians 13. So the picture is, friend, that we are supposed to treat ourselves as a temple of the Holy Ghost. Well, the Lord Jesus Christ ate with sinners, okay? 
and he ministered to sinners. But when it comes to the Christians and people who say they're Christians, there's supposed to be a difference. And we're supposed to hold ourselves to that. Amen? 2 Corinthians 13, verse 14, before we get too further on. There's comfort. There's communion. 2 Corinthians 13, 14. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God. Now watch. And the communion of the Holy Ghost be with you all. Amen. There's comfort of the Holy Ghost. And there's communion of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost, your Bible tells us, and we'll probably look at this in the morning, bears witness. He bears witness. The reason this is so important is that you and I need to understand that most things are not scholastically discerned. They're not just mere intelligently discerned. The reason it's so important is that we have to stay in touch and walk in the Spirit, walk in the Holy Ghost, okay? See, in, in Romans 5, when he said the, Holy, the, the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us, that's very, very important. And I don't want to miss closing today without mentioning Matthew chapter 28, Matthew 28, of the Holy Ghost. All right, so today is the temple of the Holy Ghost. And on this subject, there's comfort that we get within. It's Holy Ghost comfort. There's communion that we are to have. Holy Ghost communion. You're not going to have it with the world. And I promise you, you're not going to have Holy Ghost communion with worldly believers. And, it, and, and he starts with fornication, one of the most obvious, dirtiest things. It's dirty. And, but then he moves on to covetous and idolaters, extortioners, railers. Think about that. Matthew 28, 19, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. The commission is connected to the Holy Ghost, which is in you as a temple of God. There would be, even in these most difficult times financially and politically, more people answering the call to go into all the world if they were treating their body like a temple of the Holy Ghost. Are you treating yourself, your body, as if it belongs to God? See you in the morning.